Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode of Setting Stages with Eddie Mac. It has been over one month since we have aired an episode, so I apologize and thank you for your patience with our return. Um, that being said, uh, the reason for the delay really has a lot to do with the fact that I wanted to keep uh, my interviews relevant to shutdown, quarantine, COVID-19, uh, but the positive side of things. And to be honest with you, I just really haven't had any new guests that can contribute to that conversation, at least not as of you know the last four weeks or so. But I also have uh, um, been sharing my computer with my son Donovan, with everything being shut down and schools and everything. He He's learning from home. He's using my laptop a lot more. He's also not able to socialize with his friends physically, and so he's using my laptop to play video games with them, and that's kind of his social time uh, to hang with his friends because they're not seeing each other at school. So I'm really trying to give him, you know, that that opportunity to kind of live some normalcy, albeit through uh, electronics, but nonetheless, it's working out for him, and so he and I have been sharing time on the laptop, uh, but I've also... Um, dialed my focus in on another project. And that actually, that project actually bleeds into today's episode. And how that works is that my friend Kit uh, introduced me to this gentleman that we have on on the show today. And the reason why he introduced me to this gentleman is because he's been doing some great work, um, really making some positive differences in his community. And um, the reason why I wanted him uh, to be on the show is because his story is pretty amazing and what he's doing is pretty amazing. So the reason why he was introduced to me though is because this project that I that I mentioned is um, what's called SGN and that stands for Some Good News. And it's a movement, it's a news broadcast essentially that John Krasinski, the, a- the actor, writer, and director, he started a movement called SGN which is a news broadcast that shares positive, uplifting news um, in light of coronavirus and everyone shutting down and quarantine and all that. So he's sharing a lot of positive news. Well, that's right up my alley, folks. And, you know, we see enough of the statistics, the death tolls, um, all the sad things, um, and all the negative shit that we see on the regular news, that it's a wonderful way for us to kind of change the narrative of the way we are viewing things. And there are a lot of great things happening, as I'm sure you guys have seen. So I've taken on what's called the a role called the SGN Global Correspondence. So now I record my own broadcast, um, air it on YouTube, you know, along with John Krasinski and um, among many, many other SGN Global Correspondents. And I just wanted to join the conversation, man. And it's been great. Uh, it's been a wonderful outlet for me um, to mess around with video a lot more. And furthermore, I mean, I just love making people smile. I love connecting um, through through words and through voice, and so now I get to do it through video. And so part of my broadcast featured this next gentleman that we have on setting stages today, and he has done a wonderful job at using his skills as a DJ, making music, um, and he's doing it for kids, and he's doing it to benefit um the frontliners, the essential workers, uh, particularly in uh, medical field. And he's also benefiting local restaurants. And he'll tell you all about that in our show today. So without further ado, let's welcome to the stage DJ Mike Rock. Let's go. Uh, 
don't mind my uh, my Star Wars background. That's I just no, miss, I love it, dude. I That's freaking dope, man. I miss Disneyland so much. Oh, I bet, man. Like, <laughs> are, you, are you an annual pass holder? Yeah, we just got our pass oh, in February. Dude. Oh, really? Yeah, it was uh, for my girl's birthday, and um, so we, we were trying to go like at least once a week, at least. Okay, and, that, and then all of us had that work out. It was good. I mean. Minus the whole COVID nineteen stuff, but, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking like, okay, I think that like, I remember when when coronavirus was just like, you know, kind of a fresh idea. Yeah, like it, a, it was just like like it, newly introduced. Yeah, um, like it was just emerging and stuff. You know, as far as like the news or it, it even being um, something that we should be concerned about. You know. Yeah. Um, and I remember like thinking like, dude, this thing is going to spread. And I'm not saying that I was ahead of the game, but I remember thinking to myself, why are people still going to Disneyland right now, dude, among all of this, you know? Right. And it was just, it was just starting to like raise like that awareness of like, this could be a real threat was just starting to, to kind of, you know, build. So I was like, dude, Disneyland is not the place to be right now or anywhere, (laughs) anywhere with like large gathering of public people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, so, anyways, if if Disneyland, you know, is back up and running, that's when I'll, that's when I'll kind of like know I could be a little bit more comfortable because I do feel like when this is all over, y- you know, like it, it seems like things are going to be opening up in phases, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what I imagine would, would end up happening. I think it's kind of the right way to go I about would hope it. So, yeah, instead of like like free range for everybody, you know. Yeah. But if we were to go like in increments like that, I would still feel you know kind of like weird grabbing a glass of beer from the brewery you know what i'm saying and like it'd be just strange at, at least at first i I, it, I would need some time to kind of like get over that yeah it's like the the feeling of like all right cool we we won the war uh time to grab a beer with my my bros and you know yeah i don't know like i i had this conversation with uh one of my dj friends he he actually knows kit uh jules okay. he, he, uh jules de Pena, and he said okay. to me He's like, so what's up? What do you, when do you think all this is going to be over? I'm all, as soon as there's a vaccine, you got to give it another at least three months, give or take, for everything to, like, you know, slowly get things going again. Because yeah, I, I would think that, like, you know, you know, small gatherings, uh, restaurants, like, eliminating tables in between so there's still a six-foot distance. Um, personally, for me, I still feel, I'd still feel much more comfortable at home, you know, after maybe another year who knows that's what i'm saying and and then you know and i don't have the news like uh, or i don't have network cable anymore like i cut it in february so my only news has been unfortunately through the internet and you know how hey, how man. reliable can some of those sources be right it's only some good like, news that's all we need that's right baby <laughs> <laughs> you got that right um but you know you know and, and so like as far as like the technical news and and and, and you know stuff that most people are probably watching i'm not i don't have access to it unless i like i find a way to stream it or if i like go go to twitter and look for trending topics and then just kind of like you know kind of trust my gut on what sources are reliable things right. like that right. but it, it's it's looking like man i mean realistically a vaccine to to go to to have a vaccine for one and then to be able to reproduce it hundreds of millions of times over to to have that available for this many people is kind of it's going to be a long stretch before we get to that point Absolutely. you know 
So it's like, how confident are we when it comes to shopping anywhere or like being at the yeah. restaurant, like you were saying, dude? Yeah. If, if, and um, and it's it sucks. Like I feel for I feel for like all of the businesses that have to endure like this, obviously like down period. But what I think is really, what's really good about what so, so many businesses are doing is that like they're reaching out to their patrons, um, and, and just being available in other ways, despite it being maybe not as much revenue as they were earning before. Right. The fact that they're still like trying to serve their community, trying to keep, you know, like food as kind of a communal, like a communal way to connect with people. I think that that's where the value comes in. And that's where like people will remember that like, Oh dude, that coffee shop was available for me when I needed it. And like, was dre- <laughs> like, you know, dreading staying inside my house, you know what I mean? Totally. And totally. so they'll go back to that, to that coffee shop. I think I cut you off just before you were going to say something. No, 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 you're good. You're, you, you, you pretty much hit it on the head. Like that. I think that's the, that's the primary move that people will, They'll, they'll remember, I think, like, for example, like, with Essential Saturdays, I, I feel like a lot of the nurses and doctors that were like, yo, shout out to MFK for all this food. I feel like that's something that they're always going to remember. And and from there, like, they'll, I, I, I believe that they're going to um, look out for small businesses much more now, as opposed to going to your, you know, um, chain restaurants and, and whatnot. No, I, yeah, I dig that. <clears throat> the, um because, uh, you know, what you're doing, and, and actually, actually, let's jump into that before, before I, I speak on it. But, yeah. like, tell me about Essential Saturdays. You know, so, you know, the reason why we're recording this podcast is because I loved what your, you know, what your vision was behind or purpose was behind Essential Saturdays. And it's, and it's not just you, but it's, it's a collective of, of, of people, right? Yeah, um, so So tell us a little bit about that and, and kind of expand or, yeah, dive into that for us for a bit. So with... Um Essential Saturdays, how, how that all began, uh, probably like a week uh, prior to the beginning of April, I, one of my buddies, uh, DJ Promote, and his crew, Table Turner DJs, were like, we're putting a schedule together for DJs, uh, for live streams and, and things like that. I was like, oh, cool, perfect. I could do all week long. Like, I'm down to do an hour set, like, every week on Instagram. Um and I found that very draining for myself personally because usually it's like it's fun to like DJ for your homies and it's it's always a good thing to to just you know get creative and, and let loose and sometimes like even with DJing it was easy for me just to like cool like whatever I was doing like work wise you know I just need something else creative even though I, I am in a creative field like working as a graphic designer shout out to my squad Digital Click. Um, it's it's it was just easy for me just like okay cool shut down my laptop open my other laptop and be like okay let's let's play some jams right now uh just to feel good and and like like i always felt like music was like therapeutic in in every way shape or form either you feel angry like oh i'm ready to get this go to the gym and and all that or you're either like just like i just need something mellow to chill out to and and just enjoy um so i did that for like the entire week and i said to myself that um it's cool now, but it's actually really exhausting. And, you know, after after that, um, my girl Julia and I, we would prepare dinner. And and I'm, like, completely, like, drained. I'm like, dude, this doesn't feel right. Like, you know, like, as if there's something missing and I couldn't figure it out. So come Saturday, I did, a, I did another set. And one of my friends, Raina, she says, hey, you know what would be dope? If you called it Essential Saturdays. So I'm just like, okay, cool. That's... That's a cool name. 
like didn't think much about it. Later during the week, uh, we're approaching April now, and I, t- I hit her up with the idea after I told uh, Julia about the whole idea. I told her, hey, so I was thinking we could use this as a platform to raise money for small business restaurants because I know a lot of my friends that own restaurants are hurting right now. And on top of that, I wonder if they would be down to like supply food in some way, shape or form, either if it's like small to go boxes or if they could come by and pick it up or, you know, here I am. I'm very like logistical, like very like, how would this work out? Uh, Would I get in trouble? Um, You know, all those I think of uh, what would happen if this, what would happen to that? Like I just try to be as well calculated as possible when it when it came yeah, down like to the whole process. Worst case scenarios yeah, and potential. You know, I, I don't want people to get sick, obviously, from the food if it's been sitting out. Um yeah. things kinda like that because I worked in restaurants uh before. Sure. So I, I found that very important. Um so from there she's like, dude, that's a really, really great idea. And she works at Kaiser, uh, I believe in Downey or something like that. So I was like, okay, let's so let me hit up some of my restaurant friends and see if they were down for the cause. And, and without batting an eyelash, they were like, dude, we're so down for this. And we appreciate you for even thinking about us. Because, nice. Because I, I come, like, I've been reminding people and telling people that like, I come from a, from a specific kind of privilege where I have a lot of DJ friends that are, this is their, their livelihood. Like DJing is their livelihood. So they're losing out on on work and they're losing out on being able to pay their bills and and taking care of their families and it sucks so i felt like i have a very unique privilege here and i'm going to use it to my advantage to help others and that's that was the whole purpose of how essential saturday started and on top of that you know i found out you know obviously from reading through like facebook posts and things like that i would i would read or hear these stories of like my kids are driving me crazy. I need something for them to do. I'd be like, aha. <laughs> so we, we, I, I decided to come up with the kids kids block party, kind of like, you know, just the whole idea of like, kind of like a day party in a sense with kids. And yeah, just and, them and just to clarify, yeah, 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 yeah. For the, just for the, for the audience's sake, like to, to understand too, Essential Saturdays, that's, that's one set. That's one session. Right. And then yeah. there's yet another set that you do. So you're doing two sets in a weekend. Yeah. And the second one is, is kids block party, right? That's correct. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I didn't mean to like, no, 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 you're good. You're good. I, that was more for clarification. Shoot. I, I know what you're up to. I just want to make sure everybody <laughs> understood that this is, that's one endeavor and here's the second one. So yeah. 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 I mean, I try to tie it all together. Just, I just try to try to think of it as like, it's a community effort all in all. Like I, I have a bunch of group of friends that, have been reposting, sharing, letting people know what what the business is all about, you know, and and again, like I don't profit anything from from what we do for Essential Saturdays. Like, you know, I think we hit the roughly two, I want to say close to two thousand dollars this month of April alone. Oh, um, and it still boggles my mind that people were like giving and donating to the whole entire cause, and I'm like, I. You know, it's it, it leaves me really speechless. Like the fact that like everybody's like generous in some way, shape, or form, and 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 I I like to reiterate that over and over again. Like this is a community effort, and it's not like y'all paying me. You know, and right, I yeah. Ain't trying to, I, I ain't trying to keep any of it. I really just want to feed as many people as possible. So I, we've been partnering up with like a bunch of other restaurants. Um, Bebot in Long Beach. Shout out to my guy AC Burrell. Um, Rose City Pizza and Rosemead. 
I have a bunch of homies that, that own restaurants. Justin Ferranda in Hi-Fi Kitchen. Shout out to them. Like, I could shout out everybody, but I'm just, I don't mean to brag. <laughs> no, no, bring it on. Because, I mean, they're, they're, all, they're all part of the process. Absolutely. And, and the, benefit, the benefit that they're giving, it, it's all for a good cause. And, you know, and that's what I appreciated about your, um, your effort and initiative in this so much about it was that like you're you're here you mentioned that you were in a privileged position and i think what you were getting at is that you have your day job you can open two laptops and one of them is your regular work and the other one you know the other one is so that you can like make music or, or or provide for someone to just jam for a little bit but then you took it to another level where it was like you know what if we tried to like raise money and then right. then what you were doing with that money though is that you're buying food from restaurant owners whom you know which is freaking great but yeah. they're they're not chain restaurants you know they're not like large corporations and they're small businesses yeah. in a position that that's actually struggling themselves so now you're here you are you're making the music collecting the money from the, you know very generous and trusting individuals for them to venmo you you take that cash, buy buy some food from a restaurant that you know, and then that restaurant goes and delivers and caters lunch or dinner for, uh, you know, a, a staff of hospital you know, hospital and medical workers. Yeah, you know, yeah, essential workers. Uh, we're also working yeah. with like a, a migrant center out here in Long Beach right now that takes, okay. that takes care of um, like pretty much undocumented in, uh, individuals uh, that are struggling because. Uh, on top of obviously uh on top of everything that has to do with uh restaurants i want to say a good majority of that workforce are are all undocumented individuals you know and they provide for their family and and unfortunately for them they don't get a stimulus package they don't get a check right. you know because they're not citizens of this this country even though they pay taxes and and whatnot so if we're the whole purpose and the whole goal for Essential Saturdays is, is initially was for frontliners and essential workers. But, you know, as as we continue to dig deep and, and navigate through the whole idea of, of who needs help, we come to the decision that, like, everybody needs help, obviously, in some way, shape or form. Mm. Right. And mm. and with those individuals, like we want to cater to them as much as possible because they're, they're just as essential as as your UPS driver, your post your postman, um, Amazon drivers, they're, they're just as essential in, in every aspect. And to count them out or not, or to exclude them would be, you know, it would suck. You know, so the best thing yeah. to do is just to reach out to as many people as possible. Like, who can we help and, and, and whatnot? But definitely, you know, um, frontliners at the hospital, they, they sacrifice their life every single day you know, uh, putting their lives on the line every single time. And, you know, it sucks to hear all these, like, bad stories of, of individuals, like, a good majority of them being Filipino. Um, you know, they're, that's, it could be my friend's tita, I mean, my friend's mom and, and stuff like that. And it hits close to home. So we want to do everything we can possible, you know, to, to take care yeah. of them. And it's interesting to you know you mentioned that it could be somebody that you know and how close it how close to home it does hit I, I mean what do you think about this like it seems that like we we tend to take action 
uh, when, when it's meaningful to us, which is kind of a broad and general statement to say. But then when you think about, you know, your heritage, um, culture, nationality, yeah. and what have you, and how many of uh, Filipinos are in that industry, you know, in general. Um, and now, like, here, here we are in a situation where literally the entire world is impacted by this. And those people that are working um, in those in those essential services, um, they're, they're from our, they're from our home country, you know? Right. And that obviously is going to strike a a special chord for you. And so now the work, there's, there's a, there's an emotion attached to that. Um, but you're saying that like, like how many more people can we help? How do you, how do you foresee essential Saturdays, um, to progress or move forward, maybe even evolve, I guess, um, post-COVID? Uh, from here on out, uh, the way I see it is I would, li- I would love for it to expand. Uh, even, like like I said, like a bunch of my DJ homies, this is their livelihood. So for them to donate or even to say like, hey, my friend's taking donations or I'm taking donations when, you know, it's kind of hard to put food on your table or pay bills is, is challenging and as difficult as it is. So yeah. I've been trying to figure out and navigate and I can't, I can't just specifically say like, Hey, uh, I challenge all you DJs to do the same thing that I'm doing. I, there's, it's really not, um, it's not really a good look. Um, but overall, if, if there's any way that people can, can, uh, figure out to do something for the community, it doesn't have to be as, as, um, I guess as extreme or as, uh, well thought out or planned out as Essential Saturdays is, is more so like, you know, if if you're able to buy like toilet paper or whatever supplies and you know your neighbor is elderly and they can't go out, I think that's already a beautiful thing. Like, I think it's just the small acts of random kindness overall, like just for one person, like if you're able to affect one person, that's I think that's already like magical in itself. It really is. You know? There, there is something about that where, like, you, you know, it's never been so clear to me before. Like, I mean, I know that that's a statement that's been used several times. Yeah. Where, like, if you can, if you can touch one person, not physically necessarily, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. but, 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 can you make, you know, if you can make an impact on one individual person, right? Then, then you've done your piece, you know, and. It's so it's I don't know it's, to to me I always thought like dang one person gosh I wish I could I could freaking save the entire world you that's know what me I'm saying every day. I just want to I just want to like make people feel good you know that's me every um, day and, man yeah yeah right and there's a, I, I I don't want to sound selfish here but there is a little bit of a dissatisfaction with the idea of like just one person but really like now I'm you know the way that this whole pandemic has really played itself out how much um you know sorrow you're hearing about or um you know the numbers that are climbing or or just the frustrations that people feel i mean like the list is endless of negative um you know overarching themes that happen in in people's households some of them are living completely alone and, and don't have anyone to turn to and so it's like i really feel for that and and so if that one person that that is living alone can be touched in a positive way and 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 you made you you played a hand in that like it's been so much more relevant to me and understand like it's more clear to me to understand just how much impacting one person does make a difference definitely so um 
can we, I'm going to backpedal a little bit just because I want to, I want to dive into, or I want you to dive into how exactly did the communication come about between, uh, you and those specific restaurants? Like, okay, so this idea, you know, was brewed in your mind, um, uh, between you and your girlfriend and like, let, let, let's, let's do something to make a difference. How did the conversation evolve from that to the restaurants that are now involved in essential Saturdays? Um, so generally since I've, I guess I built up a relationship with a lot of these people, you know, day in, day out, um, obviously prior to everything that's gone on with COVID-19, right. Um, it's either like I've, I've hosted pop-ups with them, uh, like DJ their events or even cooked in their kitchens. Uh, and even on top of that, just promoting like, you know, they're good people and I just want to like promote their good food. So I've, there's probably like, I want to say about 10 to 15 restaurants that I've, I've get, gotten in contact with and, and the individuals that I, that I know that are involved. And, uh, the first person that I reached out to, um, is Henry from uh, modern Filipino kitchen. So we, we delivered to, uh, Long Beach Memorial uh, yesterday, which was the 27th, 28th. I forgot what day it was. Twenty. Uh, what day is it today? Yeah, it's the 29th or something it's like thir- that. The 30th. <laughs> it's the 30th. Yeah, you know, we lose, we lose track of days. <laughs> that quarantine life days. is really throwing us Absolutely. off. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the same. It's like Groundhog Day every day, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so on, from there, uh, you know, I initially shot him a text and I and I asked him, I'm like, hey, uh, are you free to talk? Um I, there's this idea that I want to run by you and I wanted to see if, if this is something you guys would be interested in doing. So from there we had this conversation. He's all like, yo man, that's a beautiful thing. I, I, I'm, I'm freaking down. Let's, let's do it. And I was just like, Oh, was that, was that easy? And, it was um, that easy. um, I, like, I think it's just, it's just the fact that knowing that people want to help out and people would just want to be a part of something bigger than themselves especially uh, restaurants right now where, you know, these, these mom and pop restaurants will struggle because of the fact that they had to let go of their staff and that staff member or that person had, to, you know, was responsible like per, for providing for their family. And now they're not able to do that. You know, I think that's the, that's the most heartbreaking thing to me. Like, because like they, they want to help people too, because they opened up a, a restaurant and now they're in a sense creating opportunities for for others and now that they don't have that capability to because you know there isn't any income it's it's difficult so what are they going to do about that and and them them they themselves are struggling as well so it's like a it's a it's a toss-up like how do we how do we manage how do we how do we move forward and and knowing and hearing about restaurants closing down um they applied for loans and it's getting denied but they'll bail out you know a lot of these franchises and and whatnot and that's the yeah man multi dude multi-million multi-billion dollar companies still getting still getting triple p's yeah you know so they're 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 taken care of but uh, you know like that's cool for the uh employee at chick-fil-a that works for minimum wage but it's not cool for the the guy that's busting his butt every damn day in the kitchen that's like creating something that's like that's from the heart you know and 
And to yeah. me, that's that's more important to me than any, you know, factory McDonald, you know, Wendy's burger or what have you. You know, granted, I'm a fan of I'm a Big Mac fan since like whenever <laughs> that came out, like in 1990 something or I'm, I've been a fan of In-N-Out, but they don't need those billion dollar bailouts, you know? Um, yeah, man. So, Dude. yeah, that's I'm, I'm, crazy. I'm, I'm actually like, you know, di- diving deep a little too deep into it but no but, that's all right but man. ultimately bring it, bring it yeah but ultimately um just having that conversation with henry uh it just he like we've we've worked together for pop-ups and 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 done like other creative things like from uh doing like a mixtape together and a and a pop-up restaurant and for me selling poke over there it's just we just ran a gamut of, of ideas. Like when we first met, he actually told me, he's like, yo, I'm doing this, uh, doing this, uh, Babinka corn dog. I'm all, excuse me, Babinka corn dog. <laughs> like that does not exist, bro. Like how high were you when you came up with that? But you know, I'm like, I'm stoked. Let's, let's do it. And I, that, That's tight. that, that formulated, um, that formulated a friendship, you know, food. Uh, uh, I could probably speak on, on it when it comes to Filipinos and, um yeah with filipinos it, it just there's something about food that ties us together it's uh the community like we sit at the table we eat together when you go to your filipino friend's house like did you eat yet like come eat with us <laughs> like i just had dinner but all right you guys are feeding yeah. me again all right cool I get yeah and there's always le- there's always leftovers that carry oh, into tomorrow always, night too there's always love <laughs> that leftover will last for a week if no yeah. one, if no one else comes by, but, but yeah. Oh man. But yeah, it started um, with uh, it started with Henry. With Henry, out, okay. Yeah, it started out, uh, and then I I contacted uh, AC Burrell of uh, Bevot in Long Beach. Fire food over there too, if you guys haven't. And that's a relationship I built with him because I used to when he started his pop up restaurant. He's all like, "Are you interested in helping me out?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I'm totally down." And I I've I've done a lot of you know, meeting people through, through spaces where we've worked together in, in some way, shape or form. And even then, like we've, we've developed like relationships along the way, be like, Hey, I hope you and your family are well. And, uh, the camaraderie is what ties it all in together. Like, like we all check in on each other, um, in some way, uh, we'll stop by each other's places or I'll stop by the restaurant and be like, craving seasick today what you got <laughs> you know <laughs> yo you speaking of seasick by the way that's like mine and my brother's probably hands down favorite yeah. uh, filipino food right it really is this is like yeah i can't even like maybe maybe sinigang is like a close second word <laughs> i'm a but i'm a cut it cut it guy myself so yeah all yeah, right yeah. all right you know the um but seasick um i had for the first time through um uh, an old friend of mine's parents' restaurant, and um, they had a like a bungus, like seasick or something like that. And I was like, "What? I've never, I've never tasted anything like that. It was phenomenal. I've had it once in my entire life." Um, and we did like a, this thing called Homies Thanksgiving a few years back. We did Sick. that like ten or eleven years in a row, and and my wife and I would host. And um, one one year, 
you know, she brought that from her parents' restaurant. I've never tasted it since, but it was freaking amazing, dude. Seasick. Oh, yeah, see, look at the look at the switch you turned on when you said seasick, dude. Damn. Easy. It, it brings up <laughs> it brings up like nostalgia. It brings up memories. It brings up uh, the friends the friendships you've developed along the way. You brought up friends, no doubt. You know, and no doubt. And that's how, yeah, yeah. That's how it always is with. Um, I believe that's how is how it's always been with Filipinos, you know. And if you if you wanted to get introduced to our culture it's it's through food it's through uh it's through the just everybody just hanging out and just yeah it's very communal very communal yeah absolutely yeah the um going back to ac and um and henry yeah you've obviously collaborated with them uh for essential saturdays um you 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 dropped a few names of other restaurants too have they already been involved or or is that in the works what's going on there uh it's in the works because um, okay. the, the the way i i planned it out is like every week it goes to somebody else another restaurant another hospital another um another um another group of people that that need to get fed and I, I, I want everybody to like just taste all this bomb yeah. food, you know, from yeah. from homies from pizza to to seasick to you know uh, longanisa scotch egg to whatever ube waffles from uh bebo in, in long beach if you're ever in long beach Ooh. you gotta come by ube waffles let me tell you bruh shut the hell up yeah. dude. <laughs> Hey, okay. We don't get okay, you we, got my attention. We don't got diabetes for nothing, man, and high blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's all worth that it sounds enough. phenomenal. Yeah, we don't get we don't get gout for no reason, man. Gosh. <laughs> it's worth it. That's high, dude. Yeah. Okay, so so um so the other restaurants will be involved and you've got yeah. that you know, planned out. That's, that's great. So, uh, you mentioned, man, more than just Filipino food, but you even dropped pizza in there. What other, are there any other like genres of food that are, that are in the, yeah. in the lineup? Um, so my friend, Justin, uh, Ferranda, he does, uh, he, he opened up a spot in historic Filipino town called, uh, Hi-Fi Kitchen. So he's been doing really good, delicious Filipino food, like straight bowls for everybody to, to eat just easy easy peasy really good filipino food um nice. he he goes with like the most like distinct quality not that everybody else isn't but everybody right. does their part um but he's he's doing really fantastic work um but that's on the filipino and you know obviously being filipino you end up knowing a bunch of filipino guys and be like oh you went to school with them and blah 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 you get the whole rundown <clears throat> yeah yeah um, yeah there's this pizza spot that I've been uh, frequenting for the past, I don't know, six, seven years, give or take. Like, I'm a pizza connoisseur. I love going out, checking out pizzas from everywhere. Um, but there's this one place that, that will always be in my heart, and that's Rose City Pizza out in Rosemead. So they, got, right. th- they got this. Um, uh, I, it's, it's not that I can't speak on it. It's just... It hits close to my heart every time I, I talk about it. They have an Al Pastor pizza. Oh, Al all Pastor. Right. They have um. Ooh, they have man, a, they have a good. they have a Bidia pizza. You know, like what is that? Bidia is um. So you, when I first had Bidia was like at a quinceanera. One of my homegirls, uh, from high school had a quinceanera. Like when you turn fifteen years old, and Bidia. Did you DJ it? No, I did not DJ. it. I had yet. to ask. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've done quinceaneras <laughs> before, but that was, that's that's, no, that's a whole other story. We, we could probably get into that later. 
But uh, Birria is, is typically before it used to be goat. And it's very gamey, you know, yeah, texture is kind of kind of funky. Not not for everybody. Okay. But it's uh, true. Now yeah. they have Birria. Right, I didn't know that I didn't know that it was goat, so yeah. like that so answers now, my question. So that now okay. they have uh Birria de Res, which is basically uh uh beef birria. And it's like slow cooked, okay. cooked in its own sauces and stuff like that. And um it's slow cooked and, and on top of that, so they'll put it on top of the pizza, cook the pizza. And then you got a dipping sauce, and that's the. Uh, they're gonna kill me because I don't know. I forgot the term, but it's uh, like it's like the basically the, on, bro. it's basically the sauce for the, for yeah. the pizza. And oh my god! So shout out to my guy Brian uh, from Rose City Pizza. Like, uh, definitely want to partner up with them on on a lot. We've been partnering up on a lot of uh, projects, you know, and uh, from uh, doing a lot of he does. I don't like to call it fusion, but he, he has a lot of like, uh, creative juices, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. And just tying well, everything well, together. As, okay. So, and you mentioned fusion and I'm thinking fusion immediately when I think of like what you've mentioned, the ingredients that are in this pizza. Yeah. Um, uh, why stray from the word fusion in this case? I don't know. It's, um, it's, I guess when I started working in the kitchen, uh, uh-huh. I, I I think it grew from one of the chefs that I used to work with, and he's all, I freaking hate that term. It's you know it's it's more so like I don't like to call it fusion either. It's it's either that I I really think that like we're all influenced. We're all like America's like the biggest melting pot in 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 all honesty, and for us to like you know tie these ideas together, you know it's like it's bound to happen. You know, and ah, yeah, and I would love to see more of that kind of collaboration as opposed to like, oh, uh, that that ain't real Italian food, that ain't real Filipino food, because a lot of my friends that own these restaurants, Modern Filipino Kitchen, um, what there's like, this isn't real Filipino food, and I'm like, you're probably just thinking of your typical like turo turo joints where you'd be like, let me get a combo of rice and pancit, let me get that min noodle, and mm-hmm. those egg rolls, and that mm-hmm. to you is Filipino, but you know, and and they've reiterated this over and over through like interviews from like wherever, like through LA Weekly, through um, whatever podcast they've they've been on. It's just like, just you know, this is how we we've learned and interpreted our food, and this is my way of interpreting it because this is what I've learned, and I want to share okay. it with you. You know, okay, so. I, I I love the fact that everybody collaborates and puts things together. Like especially like, in in, I guess, to date myself, like, uh, us thirty year olds, us millennials or Gen Z or or whatever we we're called, you know, we're we're all about <laughs> like, collaborating right now. We're all about yeah, that... putting things together, whether it's completely off or completely different, and somehow it works because there's so much heart and there's so much passion into what they're doing it it works you know and yeah and if you feel like the like you feel like there's like this these fruitful conversations that take place and be like hey you know what let's 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 make this happen let's let's work it out you know as opposed to like oh no that's some filipino stuff i don't mess with that oh that's some mexican stuff i don't mess with that it's more so like dog this will taste good with rice right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or this will this will go great on a pizza right now, 
you know and, and i feel like people need to like open your eyes open your heart allow that open your palate open your palate you know let that yeah let that happen you know like yeah like they a lot of people have given a lot of backlash to a lot of my friends restaurants and it sucks you know you see it in the facebook comments you see it everywhere and you're like this ain't real filipino this ain't this it's like we weren't trying to be real filipino it's just like this is where we were at in life and and these are the yes these are the kind of things that we want to share with y'all if you're not with it you don't gotta say nothing just right right there's be, another hungry there's another hungry yeah. person on the street rather you know feed, they'll, rather they'll, feed they'll somebody else you know yeah don't come back that's dope good. no I, I and that really resonates uh for me like I, I i like the way that you had talked about um the collaboration between folks you know like yeah. bringing different cultures together um w- what it shows me is that there's like this evolution of of just like human beings, you know, and, and all poetry aside, what it boils down to is that I was influenced by, you know, my Filipino heritage to create this meal or this specific dish. Um, and now I'm inspired by your dish too, by the way. And I would love for my, you know, like my asada to be on your pizza or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, that's dope. Or like, and here's the thing too, like there's new foods that can come out of that new flavors that people have never explored before. Um, and, and that turns into something like great. Sometimes it'll get crushed or whatever and whatever it it doesn't work out, but, but that's the beauty of it. That's the exploration of it. You know what I mean? I I don't cook. I'm the last person to be talking about this, to be honest on (laughs) on a cook, on the level of cooking. If you're a fan of food, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, that's it. I, I know how to eat it. That's for sure. Yeah. I'll clean the kitchen up afterwards. But uh, <laughs> you know, give me a recipe and I'll follow the recipe. But but to be creative in the kitchen, that's that's well beyond my my capacity of understanding. Word. Anyway, no words. That all being said, dude, the um, yeah, the, the way that you talked about the collaboration between um, you know, different cultures, uh, you know, and not so set in our ways. I think that that's kind of the beauty of the millen- of the millennial generation is that, yeah. um, you know, yes, we were obviously heavily influenced by the previous generation, you know, boomers, you know, things like that. And now we're looking at uh, a group of young, you know, forward thinking individuals looking to evolve the way that, that we come together, you know, and that's just one aspect of it. Um, and food is also just one aspect of how that coming together happens. Uh, but that's that, that again, it, what it boils down to is in a time like this with COVID-19 suppressing everybody to stay home and, you know, those orders that keep us stagnant, that frustration and the people that are impacted by it and the people that are working hard to kind of help bring health back to the world, um, the communication, the collaboration that you have done through Essential Saturdays has created that same feeling of connection. Yeah. And that like they're like we're all here for one another and not just like set in our ways to like be for ourselves. Right. So Yo, y'all are on point. I love that you guys are doing that. I, I and I wanted so badly to highlight that on SGN, um, but while we were, you know, while we were talking, I think that you and I ended up talking for like an hour before right. we hung up the phone. And um, new, while, you were, while you were, while you were, yeah, man, I, and I'm with that, dude. I felt, I felt yeah. the vibe, you know. In a matter of minutes, I was just like, "Oh, this this is a good dude right here," you know. Uh, so shout out to Likewise. Kit for connecting us. Yeah, so, that's, um, what I, that's you know, a, like one point I wanted to make too. Shout out to Kit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is a great connection that we were able to make through him. Um, I lost my train of thought for a second, though. 
Oh, and it was okay. So, and you know, when we were talking during that hour before we hung up, I I, I just remembered like midway through our conversation, I was just like, I need to get this dude on the podcast because, <laughs> um, and I know that you're, and I know I know that you are not like a one a one man show. Like, I mean, yes, your 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 DJ sets are a one man <laughs> show, but but the but the effort that's put in is is among it's it's one idea that turned into like. A, a collective and um you know i want to i want to give praise to the to the people that are involved and um you know if there's any way that people can continue to support this um and, and i have a hand in spreading the word like let's go this is another collaboration right here in my opinion i would like to use this show as a way of like promoting essential saturdays because you know we're not out of the woods yet things are looking better from from what I understand, things think, you know, there's a light somewhere d- down that long ass tunnel that's ahead of us, um, but we're still in the thick of all of this. And if there's any way that I can support that, and this show does that, um, that's that's I don't know, that's gratifying to me, you know. Absolutely. And that's the collaboration that I love about about this this day and age that we've created. Yeah. As long as we're able to like spread the word, like um, between individuals family and friends, folks that work as doctors, nurses, uh, respiratory therapists, or whatever place you are in, in the hospital, like you're, you're valuable in, in every aspect, you know? So if there's any restaurateurs out there, if there's any um, just individuals in, in general that like just want to spread the word, like that's primarily it, you know? I just want to get it out there. And, and even on top of that, if, if there are DJs that are available and that are down to, to support the cause by by doing a set so they don't have to see my ugly mug every every saturday <laughs> you know i'd be i'd be more than happy to to pass the baton to to whomever that wants to 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 help because a i i have to reiterate every time to to people that it's not it's it's not me that's doing all of this it's it's a, a community of people that are like willing to spread the word be like hey we're taking donations and and we're trying to feed people. We're trying to feed frontliners. We're trying to feed essential workers. We're trying to feed, you know, um, individuals who don't have work um, because of the current situation that we're in. And uh, just spreading the word. And that's that's also. I mean, if once again, if John Krasinski, if you're watching this, uh, <laughs> anybody from the office or <laughs> any people from Disneyland or Star Wars uh, land. Uh, Galaxy's Edge, you know, by all means, if you could spread the word, truly grateful. Bring it on. Yeah, that's it, man. That's 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 primarily when it all comes down to, and and I think you you've mentioned something where um, what I would do post COVID nineteen, like if say we had a vaccine, say we had, um, say that we're all allowed to go back to the club or the bars and go to our favorite restaurants to go dine at and stuff like that. You know, I mean, it would be wonderful. It would be great if there was more opportunities for me to DJ at, at venues or places. That's wonderful. Like if, if that opened up the door, that's great. But mm-hmm. at the, at the end of the day, knowing that we're able to help people, uh, even during this time, during this unfortunate time, or if we're able to, uh, continue on for the purpose and, and, and repurpose, our goals to instead of feeding frontline workers, it could be, okay, well, kids are back at school um, or um, 
I'm kind of just brainstorming as I go along right now, to be honest no, with no, you. No, no, go. It would, it would totally be like helping out kids in some way, shape, or form. Always got a soft spot for for the little ones, man. You know, and, and, <laughs> and they, they don't always have like all these resources, you know, that they need. Like, like I learned like some of my um, nieces and, and nephews, like they have classmates that don't have internet at home. And they they mm. can't and they can't go to the library because the libraries yeah. are closed right now. So it's like what yeah. what do we do in that kind of situation? So if 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 we ever need to like re- redirect our our energy and focus on something else, uh, then we're gonna keep on going as much as long as you're we can. open to that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I love that, man. Love yeah, that. You you just gotta like it's kind of like okay, well this is what we're at. What can we do to help? And if this is kind of like has done its part and and we've done our part in in that area, okay, where else can we fit in and 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 help out you know and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be you know through djing or anything like that. it could just simply be through like you know as you mentioned like you're from you're formerly from a dance crew and you're part of the dance community, you know like doing classes for 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 donations for you know kids that aren't able to attend dance classes in the future yeah yeah the arts aren't accessible to everybody yeah and that's the first thing that gets cut out of schools right and Mm -hmm. and so if we could find a way to like figure out and navigate like hey we could we could help out schools in in this shape or form um uh an academy for 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 kids that want to be djs with with little to no access to equipment, whatever it is, you know, like we, like I would love to work with people around in any way possible. Like it doesn't have to be just feeding people or it doesn't have to be, um, buying supplies for people. But if, if, if it's something that we could help out kids, if we could help out just people in general, you know, generally speaking, that's, that's all I've been about since I was a kid in high school. So um, that's, that's my purpose here, I think, in what, life. What is that? What is that? What's in it for you, man? Uh, what's in it for you? It's, I think that's, that's what it is. <laughs> I, I don't know how to really explain it. It's just, that's, it's really gratifying that it, we're able to help people in some way, shape or form. That's hmm. more, that's more from that's what I get out of it. You know, knowing that, knowing that we're able to help people with, that don't have that privilege. Like either if it's like, it's like say for example, if I wanted to send money to the Philippines or send supplies out to the Philippines for, you know, for, for the youth out there, you know, um, knowing that we're giving people, um, a better chance or an opportunity because they have the supplies or they have the resources. That's something already as it is, you know, like say they didn't have basketball shoes back then. Well, check you out now, man. You and you and Dope. these, uh, these new cons, <laughs> new converse or whatever we, whatever we can afford and supply. And that's what it is. You know, like I've, I've, I've been told like as a kid, like, you know, like you'd probably be, a really good politician because you're a people person in, in some way, shape or form. But I never really saw myself as in, in that kind of a role. I just yeah. want to help 
and just go on my day and have coffee, organize music, listen to my records, do whatever I got to do, play video games. <coughs> yeah. Do my part, help someone out. As long as I'm able to pay my bills and I'm able to feed my family, um, that's it. That's all, I, that's all I want. That's all I need, you know? I dig it, man. I dig it. Yeah. And, and and you mentioned that you're you're also a designer by day, right? Like a like a, a graphic and graphic visual designer, designer, right? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um and, and you're loving that job, you know? And, and yeah, like all this is just this is just like how, cake. This is icing for you, huh? Yeah. I mean I didn't really get into graphic design. Um it was it was this was all by accident. Um <laughs> if you don't mind me telling the story, I'd be more than no, happy to bring so, Please do, actually. So maybe about three, four years ago, uh, I, I've been working with adults with special needs uh, for the past, uh, that was probably like six years in, I've been doing that. I've been working with adults with special needs uh, specifically. In what way? Um, I was a instructional aide. I was a parent educator, you know, whatever specific title you want to give it. Um, but it, they're primarily mild to moderate um, uh, adults with autism. And so we okay. would, so we would teach them like life skills, like how to cook basic things at, at home, uh, make your bed, uh, pay your bills, you know, um, fill out a resume, help you get a job, that kind of thing. Yeah. All um, right. So I was doing that. Um, and during the time I was DJing, um, during the weekends and, uh, at the same time, uh, the flyers that were being put out were really crappy. And so I, I took advantage of that and and got like a bootleg uh, copy of uh, Photoshop at the time. Shout out to Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Not Torrance, California, yeah. but Torrance. Torrance. T, T-S at the end. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, watched a bunch of YouTube tutorials. Um copied a bunch of flyers just to see if I could like mimic whatever design that they were doing. Like, Oh, I can do this. Well, I figured it out. Oh, I figured out what font that is and whatnot. So I did that. Talked to a homegirl of mine for a long time. Like we've, we've known each other from like MySpace days, probably running, run into each other at like club. I'm sorry. What's MySpace? Oh, you know, like Friendster. Asian Avenue, you know. Asian Avenue. <laughs> um, so we we linked up a couple times and and we talked and she said like you know I'm working for uh, this small very small company called Digital Click. Um, her boyfriend at the time was the the main CEO, and she's like if you're ever interested, um, I think we might have a spot for you here. And I was just like, all right. Um, so in between all of that, I was balancing out working uh, as an instructional aide, as a cook at some restaurants here and there uh, over the summer because they didn't have jobs for me over the summer. Um, and I was like, you know what? Let's, let's give it a whirl. Let's see what's good. And turned in my resume and everything like that. And they hired me after maybe a week or two. And so I put in my two weeks at the school district, started doing all these like car ads uh, within the OC area, um, other small businesses that they've worked with. And it went on from there. And 
and that's where I've been for the past uh, three years and a couple months. So shout out to uh, Digital Click for putting your boy on, you know. And Dang. And, and what's so dope is they they're actually big sponsors, and they they they've contributed a lot uh, for Essential Saturdays. Um, All right on. So they they're really deeply rooted in in the community and knowing that if if we're helping small businesses we could we could help like people along the way and and that's what we're all about like it's always been philanthropy and it's always been it's always been that way you know and and they love everything that i'm doing they've always like shouted me out um on their own social media platforms and and i can't thank them enough for you know just for the for the opportunity and i've grown as an as an artist, you know, like it, it wasn't really, I never really thought that it would, it would be for me because, um, I just, I figured like I wasn't as creative as I thought I was. Crazy, <laughs> if, man. If that makes any sense, you know? Well, it, it sounds like they, they identified, you know, that talent that's in you and, yeah. and, and you, you mentioned growth and stuff. And so obviously you've been able to evolve creatively and stuff What's so wild? There, there was a mutual beneficial mutually beneficial situation right what's wild is my dad was a graphic designer back in the day oh so, okay you know i it's guess in your chromosomes bro yes yeah, the apple doesn't fall, fall far from the tree as they say right yeah so um i just opened up my opened up it opened up a lane that i never thought i would actually fit into but you know here we are and super thankful for that man dope man it sounds like they've got their heart in the right place too they're about building yeah yeah that's tight man what's um it uh we're gonna blow up digital click for a second here but what's (laughs) like is there a particular industry that you that digital click um you know typically consults in or um like uh it seems like there's a it would uh, start off with like small businesses for the most part. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, we we have clients that range from like uh, car deal- local car dealerships like uh, McPeak Dodge, um, Nissan of Irvine, and San Juan Capistrano. So we're heavily uh, based in the OC area, but you know we, we branch out to to other uh, car dealerships. Also, we work with a realtor couple realtors i believe um uh, and other small businesses like from restaurants like menu designing and and things like that so oh cool that and then a lot of marketing strategy and and stuff like that i mean i could just throw a bunch of like acronyms out and i don't know if anybody would get it you know so no i'd rather not that's cool (laughs) no no, that's all right and and i was asking because like i didn't know if uh, digital click was you know specifically maybe uh what like web marketing or something like that yeah more uh, your des- more web design than okay. anything like okay. you know uh taking care of like social media uh yeah okay getting uh social media presence up and uh obviously growing it organically not buying bots and and all that stuff you know right right <laughs> the, there's um so so but it sounds like a large um majority of the accounts are dealerships uh, good majority and, of them are, are car dealerships. Good majority yeah. of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, otherwise, though, other local businesses. And you mentioned restaurant menus and stuff, so that's dope. Yeah. So anyway, sh- so shout out to Digital Click if you guys are looking for yeah. some marketing done. Um, hit up your boy DJ Mike Rock. <laughs> Thanks can, for plugging uh, them, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, dude. Um, well, cool, man. Uh, 
I appreciate you diving deep into a, a, a few you know topics that we did. Um, you know, I really wanted to bring to to the surface essential Saturdays and how that came about, and really understand the thought process behind that, how those other restaurants became a part of it, and really just like kind of like how did how did this idea conceive? And um, I love I love that you guys came with came up with it on the fly and made it happen fast. Um, it's such a sensitive time for all of us, and to it hear. Is. You know, people like you guys all doing that kind of work, um, being very selfless in the whole process is such a generous act of humanity, dude. Um, and, and, and again, like, I, I don't mean to sound poetic about it, but there's something incredible that happens when we start caring a little bit more about other people and, and actually acting on it. And that I admire and respect so much, dude. Oh, thank that's, you. That's dope. Yeah, mad respect to you guys. Um, how can people find you and uh, and and if you can drop the names of some of those restaurants one more time? Yeah, so uh, some of these restaurants: uh, Modern Filipino Kitchen uh, by AC A Y S E E. So it's MFK by AC, and they're located out in Anaheim. Uh, make sure you go check them out. Their seasick is fire. <laughs> fire when this is all when this is all lifted i'll make my way out dude. please do uh even like yeah. get it get it as a takeout you totally can they got that i'll take i'll take drew my brother i'll take him with me to have yeah. that cc yeah um, <laughs> dude and they they offer this fu- uh really dope uh kamayan setup so if you're not familiar Time. with kamayan or a boodle fight as some of them like to call it you know they lay out the whole banana leaf and then you got like mounds and mounds of rice along with a bunch of protein and veggies and shrimp and, and all that stuff. And, you know, just eating with our hands, you know, it's fun. Hell yeah. All right. But make sure you wash your hands, you know, yeah. <laughs> especially <laughs> now for, for at least 20 seconds, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So check them out. Uh, shout all right. Out, so, shout out to so Modern Filipino Kitchen. Modern Filipino Kitchen. Uh, check out my guy, AC Burrell over at uh, Bebot in Long Beach. I think they're located on... Either Fourth or Second Street. I, my it's a great name for a restaurant, by yeah. the way, for those that know. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you ever heard that uh, Black Eyed Peas song, Bebot. Yeah, Bebot. You'll know. Get the idea. You'll um, get the idea. Right. Um, and then um, there is Rose City Pizza uh, out in Rosemead, Calif- out in Rosemead, Rosemead California. Uh, okay. Get that Al Pastor Pizza. Get the. Mm. Al Pastor yeah, Pizza or uh, Birria Pizza. They also got um, an Elote Pizza. Like, just the Elote. Like the mo- I'm telling you. Dang. They, they don't play around. They I got, got that. I've, I've got that everything but Elote uh, seasoning. Oh, from Trader um, Joe's? From, from Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then my dude, my wife G, she she had me um she had me add it to the popcorn that we popped one night. And how I'm was like, that? Real? Fire. Oh my gosh. Had oh. to be fire. There yeah, we, man. There like, we go. I, I, I feel like you couldn't yeah. go wrong we by using the, that seasoning. We have the uh the everything bagel. I love everything bagel seasoning. I, yeah, we have that too. And, yep. And the uh, umami one too. Oh, I've not uh, had that yet. I'm trying okay. to figure out what we used it for. But you know. All good. Yeah. Got all right, and then there's a couple more restaurants though, that lot. are like a, in, a, in the lineup, right? Like, bring them on, bring them on. <clears throat> I know, I keep, I keep making you no, stray. It's Sorry, fine. it's fine. We're good. We got to talk about the food selection. So, like, when you go there, Mike Rock told me to get this pizza. Mike Rock told me to get that. Uh, they, you know? That's right. That's right. Um, so, also, uh, shout out to my crew, uh, Eastlos Musubi. Uh, so, uh, it's my homie Adam and his and his wife Doreen. Uh, they got ties to uh, Hawaii. 
Um, and, you know, uh, Doreen is uh, half Japanese and uh, dog. They, they make fire musubis and, and they've been putting together plates as well. Um, uh, you know, local plates pretty much like with Kahlua pig, Kahlua chicken, uh, stacked on rice, you know, a little cabbage, a little mac salad, and uh, Spam Masubi, which what they're known for, Isos Masubi. Yeah. Man. Look at you. Um, Man. So we partnered up a couple times because I used to run a pop-up called Poke Party. And I miss, <laughs> I miss doing that love shit. It. I, I love miss that it. so yeah, much. Cool. But uh, we used to collab and, and do stuff along with our homies at uh, Grub Life. Uh, I'll, get, I'll get to them, but Isos Masubi. Uh, they, they, they've they been doing a lot of cool community work, uh, taking care of people, um, serving people that, that need food uh, out in their local community. So shout out to them. Like, you can follow them. I, I'll provide you with links and all that stuff, too. Yeah, man. Way. Hey, uh, and, and, and to my San Diego fam listening to this, and that's a majority of my of my my listening base. Um <laughs> Long Beach, yeah. Long Beach, OC, all those places that all these cities that are being dropped, they're not that far from us, man. No, nah, man. We can make we can make the hour and ten, hour and fifteen minute Let trip. Let me tell you, for I've, those... I've I've made a mission to go to Zarlitos a couple times, just a late night mission oh. to go to Zarlitos, uh, a bunch of like taco spots down that way, uh, dude. There's nothing like San Diego Mexican food. I'll say that. I've man. been told it's, it's it's hard to come by. It's hard to come by. I've been told you can't. Uh, it's so comparable. Well, not comparable. Maybe I might get in a fight with you now, but you know, a lot of <laughs> a lot of LA folks be like, no, no, no. Our our tacos way better. And man, it's a good fight. Hey, just, the, it's the kind of fight I this, like. It, <laughs> there's this Albertos or something. I, yeah, I, I want to say that's in Albertos, right? Yeah, we have Albertos out here, and you know we do the, okay. we do the whole like carne asada fries and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. One of my buddies, See, and, and, one of my buddies, Jules. He his favorite place in the whole entire world is Humberto's out that okay. way. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan of tacos El Gordo. So ooh, yeah. yeah so yeah, you know yeah. what's up. Yeah, you know what's up for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Lucha Lucha Libre burritos. Love that surf and surf burrito. We could talk food all day, There's, by the way. So I know, man. I, we, this is more than half the conversation. Yeah. Um, no, what, what I was going to say about Alberto's is that there's there's one up in Seattle, right? Oh, and is there and really? my yeah, so exactly. That's exactly what? the response that that I had when I found out, and I found out from my boy Andrew, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Andrew Roganbuck, and he. You know, he, he like raves about this place and of course, and he's from, he's from San Diego, he's from Oceanside. And, you know, of course he would criticize Mexican food in an instant up there, <laughs> right? He's like, you know, you guys don't know Mexican food. So he brought me to this Alberto's because he's been raving about it, right? Wow. And I was like, man, you just, your palate has changed to, to like Seattle Mexican food, dude. Um, like, like prove it to me, like right? downgraded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm like you're messing with me so i go over there and and we order our food and i'm still skeptical and everything but i i get to talking to the guy at the front counter and um i i was like uh oh and i was dressed up in chargers gear because we just came from a seahawks and chargers game up there in seattle right Uh so so it's like late at night we go we we go to this restaurant and i'm ordering my food the dude sees me in my jersey 
and, and he's like, oh, you're from San Diego? And I was just like, I was like, yeah. And he was like, you notice that I said San Diego, not LA, because the Chargers now, now are in LA. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, thank goodness. Thank goodness you recognize that, dude. He was like, no, I'm from there. And I was like, what? You're from San Diego? And then he's like, yeah, we're all from Chula Vista. My whole family owns this <laughs> restaurant. I was like, I was like, oh, dude, this, fi- this, this food's going to be fine. It's going to taste just fine. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know what you're doing. <laughs> So yeah, there's an Alberto's out there up in the Seattle area that like that knows what they're doing. When if you want like comparable Mexican food that like tastes like San Diego style, no way. Um, that that'll be the spot, dude. So yeah, Good man. To know. Anyways, just uh, while we're talking about locations and, and different food, yeah. Um, all right, man. I think we've exhausted this. Uh, unless you needed to drop a couple more names, because yeah, please do. I, I want to uh, shout them out because I know they're doing work with you. So yeah, shout out to uh, Justin Ferranda over at Hi Fi Kitchen. So if you're ever in LA, LA in los angeles los angeles uh historic filipino mm. town specifically make sure you check them out too um there's a bunch of la spots uh i could list off um the park's finest barbecue um they they they're doing a lot of great wonderful community work uh as okay. to feeding the frontliners so hopefully would love to get involved and and pass a couple couple bucks and help them help donate you know, to the hospitals within the LA, greater LA area. Um, also, uh, Rose City Pizza. Uh, I apologize to family and friends if I forgot any restaurants or people, <laughs> but you know, y'all know who you are, and y'all are right here in the heart. Right on, um, man. But yeah, it's primarily, primarily cool. It. Cool. All right, Mike. Well, thank you, man. I Eddie, appreciate what you you're doing time, again. Man. More than yeah, happy no, to- thank you for yours. More than happy to chop it up over food, music, you know, music and dance communities like this, you know. What's up? Yeah, this is it's the same language, my friend. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, um, I I know you run a podcast too. Drop that real quick. Oh yeah, so that's Street Eats and Dope Beats. Uh, Street Eats and Dope Beats. Yeah, so we talk about the uh, the daily hustle of you know like the mom and pop restaurants, you know, and we briefly touched on uh, on our most recent uh, episode. We recently touched on you know, um, the relief and, and on top of that, the, the struggles that, um, we know that our restaurant homies are going through right now, you know, um, hmm. you, you, you guys talked about this. We talked about it recently. We haven't dropped the episode yet. I don't think we just recorded okay. it on Monday, but, um, Tight. hopefully we'll have it up soon. No, that's a relevant topic, man. Yeah. I got, I mean, I've got restaurant owner friend, my brother-in-law, you know, he and his close homies, they, they own a, a Guamanian grill. So, yeah, man, it'd be it'd be kind of it'd be good to kind of like get that that kind of communication or or just that grill. cadence of conversation. Do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, don't knock it too day. hard. But the the it's called it's called Guahan Grill, Guahan but it does grill. say I, a Guahan Grill, and then you know, uh, the 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 sub the subtitle to their restaurant name is Island Fusion. So I mean, the word oh, fusion is there. <laughs> I don't knock it that hard. You know. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, that being said, um, yeah, man, the Guamanian food, dude, uh, Guahan Grill. And they're uh, based out in San Diego. Their primary location is Oceanside if as well. If you're ever out but in they... Las Vegas, uh, uh-huh. highly, highly recommend uh, Red Rice. Uh, that's, they, they do, uh, they there do you go. good bomb Guamanian food as well. Or Chamorro. Okay, oh, it's I'm called sorry. Red Rice. I'm sorry, tomorrow. not tomorrow food. You know, tomorrow. I don't, no, yeah. no mean to uh, disrespect my uh, tomorrow folks. Yeah, true, true. Right. All right. Well, so okay, so that's a good conversation. Um, you guys have yet to air. Yes. Um, 
but yeah. uh, I'll be listening in. I subscribed as of our conversation last time we spoke, right? Because um, I just want to support. So I figured this would be a good opportunity for you to kind of shout them out. So Street uh, Eats and Dope Beats, yeah, yeah, with uh, Chef Adam from Isos Musubi, as I mentioned, and my uh, our boy uh, JMKM. Uh, he's a beat producer, well, a music producer. He takes care of a whole bunch of. Um, podcast so if you're looking to get start your own podcast even through zoom right now during this time holler at my guy um, there you go if you need music mastering of any kind holler at him productive culture all right yeah cool thanks it. again my appreciate uh, it brother thank you eddie appreciate you man thank you all right we'll we'll talk again soon man yes yes sir all right, all right. peace peace bro All right. Well, there you have it, guys. Uh, appreciate you taking the time to listen. And, man, what a cool story that Mike is, is sharing, man, in the, the good that he's putting out there in the world and just benefiting and just thinking outside of himself. Like, that, that whole collective for Essential Saturdays, big ups to you all, man. Um, if you want to find out more about what Mike is up to outside of this podcast, check him out on Instagram at DJ Mike Rock. That's R-A-W-K. DJ Mike Rock. R-A-W-K. You can find him on Twitch with the same handle, so you can find um, Essential Saturdays if you want to enjoy your, yourselves a little bit of music. Uh, if you've got children, he'll definitely be jamming for an hour on those Saturdays as well. And um, as far as uh, SGN is concerned, if you if you guys would like to kind of see what this movement is all about, look up some good news. You'll see John Krasinski and uh, a bunch of other people really just joining this conversation of putting out good in the world, especially during this time where we're all we're hearing about or thinking about usually is something negative. And this is just a, a great way for us to flip that coin over and see the other side of this. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to Setting Stages with Eddie Mac. Uh, we would love and appreciate your feedback on the show. You can actually hit us up at Setting Stages on Instagram, at underscore Eddie Mac is my personal account that I'm most active on. And then you can also find me on Twitter at Eddie Macaranis. Would love to hear your guys' feedback on the show, maybe continue this dialogue of conversation. Otherwise, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and go about your day with purpose, passion, and positivity. Let's go.